by uh, the president of Limestone University, Dr. Daryl Parker. How are you this morning? I'm fantastic. Flip your microphone down there just a little bit. There, there you go. And I, I should probably also turn the volume up on it. That would be helpful. Okay. Uh, Either, both of those would be very good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a great day at Limestone, beautiful day in Gaffney, and uh, we've moved through quite a year at Limestone University. And it has been a trying year on everybody, and I know it has been on colleges and athletics and all that stuff. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how Limestone has, uh, has fought through this pandemic? Well, you know, early on, we recognize that for the students we serve, for them to have a, a solid, good college experience, good education, we needed to try to deliver face-to-face -face as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So we went in and redid our classrooms, made sure they were safe. We looked at our sports. We run a quite a few sports, but we wanted to make sure, do we have protocols to practice, to get out? Students still, still get exercise. We want folks to have as much of a normal life experience as they can and learn what they need to in college even while we're fighting through the pandemic and i've got to give credit to uh to the faculty the teams uh we've done pretty well uh, we've got all our sports uh, out there practicing. You're going to talk to the AD and some of the coaches. We've got some real success stories going forth. Uh, our face-to-face -face classes really are face-to-face. -face. I know quite a few colleges said, come back to campus face-to-face. -face. Kids moved into the dorm, but their classes are online. Uh, our classes are probably the safest place in the county. You know, we've done intensive testing, particularly of our athletes, all year long. Since January, I think our uh, percent positive rates hovered around 2%. That is a, uh, that's so much better than anywhere else in the state, anywhere else in the country. So uh, we, we've had to uh, take some kids and make sure they isolated during the time they're exposed. Pandemic's been rough on everybody, but they've been safe, healthy, and they're getting to do what they came to college to do study, get a degree, and live that whole life experience. Participate in their sports, get out on the field, and uh, it, it's really fun. Last time we were over here at McDonald's at Gaffney, it's been a little while. Last time we were over here, it was still Limestone College, uh, now Limestone University. Uh, what has that transition meant for, for your school? You know, we really uh, embraced the drive to university and making that change. You know, part of that is Limestone's adding more graduate degrees. And when somebody searches for a master's program, the search they use is university, not college. So it more accurately describes who we are and who we're becoming. Uh, we've had an MBA for a while, although a couple of years ago we added a healthcare administration concentration. We've had one of the best bachelors of social work programs anywhere for a long time. Now we've added the master of social work, and we've got a couple more degrees like that coming just to make sure that uh, we serve the economic needs of this state. We want kids to know they can come to Limestone and move into the career, the degree of their choice. Limestone, uh, one of the biggest Division II programs um, in the in the country. I think the second biggest Division II program in the country. Uh, what's um, tell us about some of the athletic programs uh, right now and how they are, are fighting with COVID? You know, one of the things that's really intriguing is how you move through things that have a lot of close contact. 
football, of course, is one that was on everybody's mind. Uh, we've now started our season. We're going to have our first home game uh, week coming up here in Gaffney at, at the high school, out at the reservation. Uh, the team's been practicing. They've been healthy. We've uh, broken up and run the pods through it so that they don't necessarily, if someone gets affected, you don't have 150 kids right. <laughs> spread all at once. Uh, we've had so many other sports that are worth talking uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Limestone really has embraced a lot of the emerging women's sports. And so folks don't necessarily think of college sports and think of acro tumbling and women's wrestling. Yeah. But we started those a couple of years ago. Each one has 30-plus uh, strong young women in it, and they're competing at the national level. We're, of course, following the best protocols out there and guidelines of NCAA. And the South Atlantic Conference has really spent a lot of time ironing it out. I think I've been on a phone call with athletic conference presidents about every week, South Carolina college presidents every week. DHEC is in uh, a lot of those calls. So we've had to stay connected to everything to make sure that we run it and run it right. Well, Dr. Parker, it was good to meet you and good to well, have you on the program. And uh, next time we're back over this way, you come on on. We'll talk more about that because um, I'm going to finish up my bachelor's degree in the fall. And um, right. I'm, I might be looking at a at a master's degree. So we'll, We've got it. We'll, uh, we'll come over and take care of your ride. The customer <laughs> service at Limestone is fantastic. We take care of our students. Thank you, Dr. Parker. It's president of Limestone University joining us here on the program on this uh, Friday morning. We're going to take a break here in just a minute. Come back on the other side. We got some coaches, the athletic director going to join us. Um, a lot of folks left to talk to here in the second hour of the program here on Bump and Run on this Friday morning. Come on out. We're live at McDonald's in Gaffney this morning. Come on out. Say hello to us if you're in the Gaffney area listening to us on the app or online um, at Fox Sports Spart or at SpartanworkSportsRadio.com, the Fox Sports 1400 app. Um, and then, of course, if you missed anything, you can listen to the podcast later today. Uh, where we'll have up all the interviews and um, all the good stuff on the podcast coming up later on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and Spotify. Check us out uh, this afternoon. All right, we'll take a break. we come back on the other side. We've got a lot more to get to here on hour number two of the program. You're listening to Bump and Run on Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. And we'll be right back. Good morning, Spartanburg County. It's time to get things moving with Bump and Run. Spartanburg's only locally produced morning show. Spartanburg's the best, baby. Absolutely love Spartanburg. Bump and Run is presented by Chris Foster Heating and Air. Chris Foster Heating and Air is your local ream heating and cooling specialist. Call Chris Foster for all of your heating and cooling needs. 707-2343. Live from our Fox Sports 1400 studios, here's Tyler Sugart. Tyler Sugart? Who the hell is that? Tyler's one of those kids that it's just very natural for him. You just watch him work. You just can't help but be inspired by where he is. You can't miss him. The guy's so smart. Hour number two of Above and Run on Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. I'm Tyler Sugar. Happy Friday to you, everybody. As we get into the second hour of the program, still a lot of stuff to get to. I got some folks from Limestone University joining us on the program. We're going to talk from to the new owner here at McDonald's coming up here in just a little bit. Of course, the Friday dance party is coming up here at the end of the program. 
And so a lot to get to here in the second hour of the program. So let's jump right into it. Joining us now is the athletic director. That's not the official title. It's yeah, they get to move, they call you vice presidents now, but uh, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with the athletic director. Uh, Mike Serino, the athletic director at uh, Limestone University. Uh, how are things going over there? Um, you know, this has been a challenging year for everybody. I'll tell you, it's in uh, it's been an an interesting challenge in the fact that. Uh, I really feel like the coaches and the student athletes have found that joy for the sports again. You know, you get so so caught up in the results, you forget about all the best parts we got this started for, which was teamwork, healthy lives, um, mind, body, spirit, and um, you know, competitive balance and sportsmanship and teamwork. All the stuff we really talk about doing, and then we lost it, and we lost sport for so long, um, and all we could do was practice. We right. still had to kind of do the best parts of it without the results, and I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of young people in, uh, in an education setting really found the joys in it again, and um, it's a very interesting challenge to have all the sports going at the same time, to play a major college lacrosse game the same day you're playing a major away <laughs> college football game for us was tremendous, to, ho- to host uh, soccer games in season at the same time you're hosting a doubleheader in baseball is completely new sometimes really throws me off but in that that kind of wild way you know so it's uh well, I think we stretched the staff very thin. I, I think the equipment managers found a new way of getting through the day um, but we've enjoyed the challenge and great to be back on the fields. Great to be outside in this weather. Absolutely. Going to be 80 degrees today and we're getting ready. Y'all are getting ready for football season. Yes, we opened up last week at West Alabama. Hell of a battle. Nationally ranked team. Uh, Had some chances. Certainly take it. I think we walked away out there with a 27-17 loss with a freshman quarterback. Coach Turk's got the team really going in the right direction and uh, we're opening up in our sack schedule coming up here on the 10th. Yeah, so uh, all, like you mentioned, all sports going on right now except basketball. You just yep. wrapped up basketball. Yep. we just wrapped up our first year in the South Atlantic Conference. We just moved into that conference as full members. Uh, Division II Conference down here, in, uh, probably the premier Division II Conference down here in this area. And uh, feel very good about where we're going to be there in the future. But just finished our first SACS basketball season. Absolutely. Uh, you got some uh, teams that are nationally ranked. You got uh, men's and women's golf nationally ranked. You got lacrosse that is nationally ranked. Uh, what do you uh, attribute to some of that success? I tell you, Limestone has always excelled as uh, bringing education and sport maybe to areas where it wasn't before. You know, we're relatively new in the football business. We didn't get in really into the last decade. I probably spent more time answering questions on why we didn't play football than why we're going to play football. (laughs) You know, I mean, especially getting, you know, we're we're in Cherokee County, Gaffney High School, arguably one of the premier high school programs in the state, if not the strongest. Um, and, And not to have a football program was always tough as an AD. But I really feel like the university is always looking for um, opportunities. Uh, um, golf is something we excelled at with, uh, with Coach Seaford right now. But men's and women's lacrosse was new for us 25 years ago. We found ways to be nationally ranked. Ended up with five national championships in men's lacrosse. But other sports, women's wrestling. Uh, acrobatic and tumbling, field hockey. You know, offering opportunity is really the Division II motto, and uh, I feel like we do it very well. Any any new sports coming up? Yeah, we're actually, uh, we're, we're, we've just added women's wrestling. We mm-hmm. had four young ladies compete in the nationals. Um, 
to sit down with a board of trustees where historically this started as an all-women's college in 1845 and say we're adding women's wrestling, there had to be a lot of conversations before they understand what we were really doing. Um, but we're also looking at other some sports right now, emerging sports out there. Um, even maybe women's rugby is a sport we're looking at right now. That we wow, might rugby. Yes, yeah, beautiful sport that they do a great job in. And, and there's some other schools in the southeast region playing women's rugby. So it's something we're taking a look at right now. We talk about COVID and what have y'all done to ensure the safety of, of players in across all sports for the, the COVID-19? Ble- the blessing and the curse with the supervision of being an NCAA team is we have very strict standards. And they did a great job of doing it on a sport-by-sport basis. As you can see what they're trying to do right now with a bubble at the Division One level going into March Madness. Well, we had to follow the same rules. We had to test three times a week in men's and women's basketball. We had to travel in the bus a certain way, stay in certain hotels certain ways to get the team through. Uh, what does happen if we hit a bump along the way, we pause. We pause to protect the student-athletes' um, health and safety and move through. So we had a couple of pauses as we worked through this, mm-hmm. but we, we only had to stop athletics entirely once in the fall. So credit goes to our president for the leadership allowing us to keep working through and giving these young people opportunities. And our health center and our, our, um, our athletic trainers headed up by Josh Nelson did a tremendous job in the testing and moving through. I mean, we give honestly close to 300 tests a week of our student athletes just to keep them in practices and moving through that's just in the sports that you test once a week some of the tests some of the sports like basketball and wrestling you're testing three times a week well um you know as we as we get toward football season here and you you look at the job of an athletic director um you know most of that job's fundraising Yes. You do a lot of fundraising. Tell us about yeah. what you got going, if you got anything going on with well, something Well, we've like actually that. finished up some projects, and uh, Dr. Parker's created more of a kind of a one limestone approach as we mm-hmm. move into our next capital campaign. But we came off a capital campaign where we worked on a lot of um, projects on campus. We have the Bob Campbell Fieldhouse, which was finished in the last decade. Uh, Jerry Richardson uh, made a significant gift and created the Bob Pratt Bob Pravat Athletic Complex for us, which is really, we wouldn't make it through this pandemic without that gift and two turf fields out there. We have two full AstroTurf fields, uh, named after a legendary high school coach from Gaffney, uh, Bob Pravat, who was uh, yeah. Mr. Richardson's uh, Mr. Richardson's high school uh, coach. So, uh, so those kind of those kind of gifts uh, have helped us move forward. So we finished the athletic complex about a year and a half ago, and like, as I said, we wouldn't make it through this pandemic without without the support of our donors and the fact that this complex was completed in time. It really is beautiful when you see the new library being built there and overlooking the complex. But the fact the functionality of it right now in tough times has been amazing. Well, good luck with all the sports going on at the same time, and Thank you, I'm sure having a small staff, and because uh, I, I call games down at Presbyterian and I know that it stretches that staff extremely thin yeah. uh, having all the sports going on at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not designed to do it. Athletic right. training, strength coaches, equipment managers, um, but you know what? There's a certain joy in the air right now getting back out there again and I think we all got this uh, into this because we're in the kid business. It's great seeing the student athletes enjoy themselves. Again. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Serino, the athletic director at Limestone University. Appreciate you joining us this morning and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Tyler. Enjoy hey. it. Hey, this is Tyler Sugar. Join me weekday mornings for Bump and Run, brought to you by Chris Foster Heating and Air, your Ream Heating and Air Condition Specialist right here in Spartanburg on Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. Joining us now is the men's and women's golf coach, Jack, Zach Seifert. Zach, uh, you got a pretty good thing going here with men's and women's golf, both ranked nationally uh, in uh, Division Two. 
Yeah, we do. It helps when I turn your microphone on. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's been a fun little run. Uh, our women are playing extremely well. Uh, we, we were really lucky to get Pilar Martinez back this year uh, for the COVID year. So she's a fifth-year super senior. But uh, we've had a lot of uh, um, experience in the in the girls coming back. We have three seniors, and we also have some young players playing well. So it's been a nice little mix, and we've been fortunate enough to win a few early, and, and now we're kind of riding that momentum. And the men are almost the same way. We have a ton of young uh, talented freshmen and uh, they've kind of are learning on the fly but they had their best tournament last week uh, t2 finished down at the matlock which is one of the best tournaments uh, in the country so with uh, the way that both of them are playing right now it's going to be a fun rest of the spring yeah uh, so uh, golf of course um, a, a fun sport to watch a lot of times but uh, how do you coach golf that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's actually a lot harder than people think. Um, you really have to get to know the player first right. uh, to understand, you know, how they think and how you know what they react to in certain situations. So, uh, me and my assistant coach, Coach Waters, we just try to do a good job of of really start that or starting that in the uh, recruitment process of learning the individual, and then when they get here, just trying to you know capitalize on their strengths and then obviously help them with their weaknesses. But uh, the the main goal is, like I said, just learning who they are and how they react in certain situations and then you just kind of build around that um you know it seems like practice for a lot of sports is 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 difficult and is hard but it seems like for golf it'd be a lot more fun than practice for maybe football is that the case is is golf i mean you just go out and play you would like to think it's a lot of fun, but man, a lot of golfers are perfectionists. You right. know, they have to oh, have yeah. it right all yeah. the time, and uh, more frustration uh, bleeds in than joy a lot of the time. So we do try to make it fun. We do something, uh, some team activities, team games, uh, some stress tests with them where they're around their teammates and they get to mix it up because with golf being an individual sport, you don't spend a lot of time with your team. Uh, and also in college and high school is really the only time you play as a team. Uh, in the game, you know, when you go professional, it's all on you unless you're playing in a team environment like the Ryder Cup or something like that. So we try to get the team involved as much as we can and, and get the chemistry and the, you know, the joy that the game brings, you know, back into the sport a little bit. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the specific golfers. Uh, your women's team's ranked number three. You talked about uh, a returning players really good. Tell us about some of the other girls you got uh, playing women's golf over there at Limestone. Yeah, well, we got our senior captain, uh, Lena Shalowski. She's from Austria. She's been great for us uh, as far as being a great leader for us. Um, she's been a constant ever since she's been here. Um, another one we have is a senior, and Eva Hellman. Evan is a, is a constant professional, really, really works hard on her craft. Um, her work ethic is probably the best we have on both our men's and women's team. She really does a great job of kind of putting the hard work in. Uh, like I said, Pilar, Pilar has been great. And, and then we've got some newcomers, you know. We've got uh, Stina Wickstrom from Sweden, uh, Carla Lagerstrom from Sweden, and then Taylor uh, Obaparleader from uh, New Jersey. Those are all three freshmen and made huge impacts for us early. So it's been nice to see the, the younger kids step in and not be, you know, scared of the moment and giving us some good good scores in the three to five hole but you know we're about seven deep on our women's side or eight deep where we can really you know make some noise with with those girls so which is a, a nice thing to have as a coach uh, uh, charles was telling us before y'all the women seems not just beating people they're absolutely dominating uh so tell us a little bit about how some of those have gone yeah it's been fun you know like i said you know when you get the when you get the momentum going in a team environment you know the team that you have when you're out there and, and they're competing and you know that they're capable of certain things it becomes fun as a coach because at that point it's a lot of hard work that's built in from four or five years ago with the recruiting process the developmental process but you know we've been lucky enough to play in some great fields and and you know you know winning the tournament by 20 30 shots and, and things like that so that's been nice and um 
it really is going to tighten up a little bit as we get through the home stretch. But for them to learn how to win and then being able to win and, and how they're winning is, is pretty impressive. Uh, tell us about uh, some of the other schools that you compete against. Who are who else is in your division, and who else will you be competing for for a national championship? I, I mean, pr we haven't seen everybody play yet. I know there's some Florida schools that have yet played, but uh, Lynn's done a really nice job of getting some great freshmen in. They have four new freshmen that are really talented. Um, they beat us by one at the biggest tournament of our year so far down in Florida Southern, uh, and it really was just us against them the last day. And uh, I think we held a, a two-shot lead or a shot lead going into the last day and ended up getting us by one. But we're looking forward to, to playing them again because they're a great team. And got a team in the Texas, Dallas Baptist. They're very, very good. In my opinion, they're the best team in the country. Uh, one through five, they can they, them girls can go get it. And then U of Indy, who beat us in the quarters of the national championship two years ago, uh, they're solid again. They've got their COVID senior back in Pilar. Uh, she's a great player, too. Um, and, man, that's that's really it. I think us four, those teams right there, those four that I named, have kind of are a little bit better than all the rest that, that we've seen so far. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's it. All right, over on the men's side of things, mm -hmm. tell us about some of the guys you got. Yeah, we got a great group of freshmen, man. We've got a kid uh, right up the street. Uh, we call it Rough Town. So Rutherfordton, Rough Town, you know. So he's a, he's a great kid, Austin Alexander. Uh, we've got some great young kids from international, but we have five freshmen, and all five can really play. Uh, really, on the men's side, we have one COVID senior and one true senior. So 14 men, and uh, 12 of them are going to be sophomores or younger. So right now, you know, they're just trying to figure it out. So qualifying's been, you know, a battle between those guys. Uh, they're going at each other every single day. So the lineup hasn't really been constant for us all year. We've been kind of plugging guys in, plugging guys out, uh, just because we've been so young and so talented. So we still have some guys like Levi Moody and Christopher Larson, Magnus Ranstead, uh, you know, Christian Scale. Uh, they need to get in there and get reps, and they haven't seen any this year. So we still have a good problem there as well. We're about nine or ten deep on our men's side. The guys could come in and get the job done for us. Well, uh, it, Charles came in. He said, your women were going to win a national championship. And you said, no, we're both going to win a national championship. So, yeah, yeah. It's pretty confident. And, again, good luck to you as the season rolls along here for uh, men's and women's golf. And you win a national championship or two, we'll have you back on. And <laughs> we'll bring the trophies out here and set them up and let people make their picture. All that got good stuff. We did that with lacrosse one year. Um, so we look forward to that. Good luck to you as, as the season rolls along. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Uh, this is Zach Seifert. He is the men's and women's uh, golf coach at uh, Limestone University. We got one more guest. We got uh, the women's lacrosse coach. Come on over. We'll go ahead and do this now. Um, as uh, women's lacrosse coach Scott Tucker will join us. They're number 13 in the country. Scott, how are you? Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, I have um, I have had limited access to lacrosse in my lifetime. <laughs> uh, I have actually called two lacrosse games on ESPN Plus, uh, but uh, I'm not that familiar with the sport. Uh, just you know the bare basics uh, to get me through there. But I, it is a fun game to watch. It is. It's a high 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 pace sport really it, it's kind of combines a little bit of men's across basketball ice hockey soccer all the all the sports kind of rolled into one and it's uh it's a, usually a high scoring game and and very fast pace and, and a lot of fun to watch we uh limestone of course known for their lacrosse the men's uh one of several national champions i think it's five national championships mm -hmm. uh women's lacrosse trying to put themselves on the map you're number 14 in the country right now tell us a little bit about your team uh well we've got a Good group of leadership back this year, which we're really excited about, and I think that's kind of played into the first four games. We actually rolled into our first game against North Greenville, down some players because of some COVID stuff, and uh, we had some freshmen stop up right away and, and really kind of, you know, put put the first step forward. We, we started doing really well 
early in that game, which was nice to see. And I think uh, it just kind of progressed from there. And we, we've, like I said, with a lot of leadership and uh, some super seniors that lost your year eligibility or last year because of the COVID stuff, um, all back this year. Uh, it's really, really helped us get a good start. Uh, what is the difference between there are some differences between the men's game and the women's game what are sure. some of those the big mo most noticeable part is probably the contact um, you'll see a lot more contact in men's across uh, a little bit more like football as far as the, the amount of contact they allow uh, in women's across a little bit more like basketball very similar rules I mean you have charge fouls block fouls things like that uh, so there are there are some similarities in the in the purpose and the goals are sim similar obviously you're trying to score more goals in our team and use the same, same nets uh, but really the contact's the biggest difference. Who are some of your, your star players on your women's lacrosse team this sure. year? Sure, yeah. Uh, Julia Foster is probably at midfield, one of our top uh, returners. Uh, she's a true senior this year. Um, we have we have a plethora of defenders back. Marin Lawrence, who's actually a local uh, Riverside kid from Greenville. Yeah. Um, you know, Lexi Allen, super senior back for us. We have a lot of leadership. Bailey Stump uh, on defense as well as a freshman that's really made an impact early on. On attack, Britt we met uh, Megan Davis, uh, Rachel Denny. I mean, we, you know, Really, it's been exceptional to watch some of these team, these players develop so early in the year. And, you know, only having four games in. How uh, how difficult is it to recruit women's lacrosse players when most high schools in this area don't have women's yeah, lacrosse? Yeah, it's it's growing down here, and you know we do have some South Carolina kids, and uh, you know, but we're we're spread out. Uh, from Canada all the way down to Florida, really. Um, you know, it used to be a New York, Maryland, Canada. Uh, area that we focused on, but it, it's really developed over the last 10 years, and we've been able to pull out of Georgia, Atlanta, North Carolina, and South Carolina, and uh, even out in Kentucky, and, and we've had kids from Arizona and Texas, and uh, so it, it's uh, certainly not isolated as it used to be with recruiting. Yeah, number 13 um, in the country. Tell us about who's going to be your biggest competition this year. Uh, Right now, I think we're looking at Queens uh, as the uh, preseason number one in our conference. I think that's always been a rivalry for us. We've always played them in Conference Carolinas. That's an out-of-conference game. But uh, now that we're back with them in this in the SAC conference, I think that's probably going to be one of our bigger challenges. Um, Lenora Ryan and uh, Wingate, which we already played, was a, was a big test for us. Yeah. All right. Uh, women's uh, lacrosse ranked number 13 in the country. Uh, Coach Scott Tucker, appreciate you joining us. And uh, we look forward to talking some more lacrosse and learning more about the sport. Sounds great. Thanks, Thanks. for having me. That's Coach Scott Tucker, women's lacrosse coach here at uh, Limestone University. Hey, this is Tyler Sugar. Join me weekday mornings for Bump and Run, brought to you by Chris Foster Heating and Air, your Ream Heating and Air Condition Specialist right here in Spartanburg on Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. The new owner of McDonald's here in Gaffney with us, Kiss Carrie. How, good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am doing terrific. Uh, good to meet you. Good to have you on and good to be back in Gaffney. It's been quite a while since we've been out this way. I'm so glad that you all could come on board and we could come back out here again. It is our pleasure to have you guys out here. It's just, um, it's been an amazing transition moving to South Carolina from Texas and the, the, just the welcome and the warmth of the community that we've found here in Gaffney, Blacksburg, Greensville. They've, they've just been fantastic. At what part of Texas you, where are you from? Houston. Houston. Yeah. We love football there too. My, uh, my <laughs> last co-host, uh, before, uh, he went back though to Texas. He was from, he was from the Houston area. Oh my goodness. Uh, so okay. yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, they had a rough time out there the last, uh, last month though yeah still have some family out there and so we went out and visited and had some broken pipes and all that other kind of joy the flooding after everything thawed yeah. Uh, well, uh, out here at McDonald's and Gaffney, of course, uh, the Mason family owned these McDonald's here in Gaffney and Blacksburg, and uh, they owned one in Union for many years, and uh, they just had a 
a level of service to the community where they supported, you know, everything they could and uh, really good people. And now you come in and you're going to continue uh, that that expectation of service that this community's gotten to know. It's, it's a privilege to build on that legacy because it's something we want to honor and we want to promote and enhance. Um, you know, Mr. Mason and his wife and um, Sherry and Kelly, they, they have all been very active in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that profound belief in giving back and being active with both your employees and and do to give back you know to the people that you're serving uh, this has been a, a very difficult uh, last year uh, for everybody and I know it's been for for this industry and you know things look different you come in here and the tables are marked off and, and, and things have just been extremely difficult how is McDonald's making it through uh, the pandemic uh, I think it's through the strength of our people, quite honestly. I mean, they are willing to be out there serving on those front lines. Um, we're doing everything we can by putting bipolar ionization units in the restaurants and spraying them with things that keep the, the tables safe for 90 days um, because it's about keeping them safe first, mm -hmm. and then they need to keep our customers safe. And they, they're willing to serve in the middle of all of this, and that's that's our strength. A uh, couple of some new things here at McDonald's. You all got a new chicken sandwich out that we yes. talk about all the time that's really good. It is fantastic and um, I actually had one yesterday. We have a spicy version. Yeah. We have the regular. We've got the one with lettuce and tomato. Um, it's a fantastic patty. It's got a new potato bun that kind of gives that sweetness along with that spice. It's it's delicious. Uh, Y'all are hiring right now. Uh, Y'all have desperate need for employees um, at this location, at the other location in Gaffney, two in Blacksburg. You've got one in Greer and in Greenville. Yes. Um, so y'all are desperately hiring. How can folks who, who may be interested, maybe looking for a job, uh, get involved with that? There are months, a bunch of different ways. Um, you can come in, and we will interview and hire on the spot. You can go to McDonald's.com, put in an application at the, at the location that is the closest to you. Um, we're, we're hiring no experience coming in the door, $10 an hour if you've got an open schedule and we're willing to train we're willing to invest um, and we are growing um, it's it's an open opportunity for advancement promotion we offer $2,500 in tuition assistance every single year it's not a scholarship it's a gift yeah uh, with, you know we've talked with um, several of McDonald's owners about stuff like that and the opportunities uh, within the organization a lot of folks don't know and they they look at McDonald's and we were talking about this off the air a minute ago they look at McDonald's as, as just a big corporation but that's actually not the case is all of these McDonald's are are locally owned they are they are we are small business owners and so um, I'm in my stores every day and I, I love the fact that, and I'm very proud of the fact that I own McDonald's franchises. And But there's also that responsibility to your community and to your people because we are in the communities that we serve. Absolutely. Uh, but a lot of opportunities for advancement. Uh, it, Talk to me. Have you been to Hamburger College? <laughs> Multiple times, actually. I, apparently, I'm a slow learner. So. <laughs> no, I've been to Hamburger University, which is changed very much. You in Oak Brook. Right. And uh, it's moved down into downtown Chicago. It's kind of um, got a very modern feel to it. Everybody just offices around, and it's a, it's a very young culture, Very a lot of technology, a lot of marketing, business. There are so many opportunities for uh, internship and for employment, both with owner-operators and at the corporate level. It's it's a lot more modern than what people think of. So how long have you been involved in owning McDonald's? 
16 years. And how, I mean, I've seen a lot of changes at McDonald's over the years, and I'm sure you have too. How, is thing, how have things changed since you've been in the business? Well, I think that, again, leveraging the technology, um, and, and COVID has definitely accelerated that. So a lot of the learnings um, have, been, have been migrated to online learnings. Uh, it's a little sad because I love going into Chicago and, and that culture and that atmosphere. But it, I think it's an enhancement and an expansion. I think that they will return when it's safe to in-person learning. But that, that ability to do things mobily and remotely, um, McDonald's has embraced that. Obviously, we serve the customers face-to-face, -face, but all of the preparation, education, and training has now um, been gone online. And so I think that's a, that's a good thing. You talked a little bit about it, but let's touch on it again about how you're keeping your customers safe uh, when they visit your stores. Absolutely. Well, again, um, like I said, we, we're, we've done bipolar ionization in the units, which cleans the air. And, and we're looking into uh, some UV um, cleaning treatments as well. We're doing um, spraying of the tables with, with uh, I can't remember the name of the chemical, but it basically is a, is a touch proof. And for 90 days, it prevents the transfer of bacteria and pathogens. I think the thing is on the floor, on the front door that talks about it. Um, our employees have rigid hand washing requirements. They have to answer questions. They get their temperatures taken. They wear their masks and gloves. And so we are doing everything that we can to ensure the safety of our customers as well as our employees. You came from Texas. Football's huge out there like it is here. Uh, but we we got to get you out to a Gaffney game. Of course, um, Gaffney football, I mean, you won't get the full experience of Gaffney football because they are no, they play at the newer stadium, which is not new anymore. They've been playing there since like 2007, but it's still new to us. Um, but... Uh, you'll you'll love it. It's a lot of fun, and and we're glad to have you here in the in the area. And we'll be out at Greer hopefully at the end of this month. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And my husband was a college was a, a high school athlete, and I think in a ton of different sports, but football was definitely one of them. And so we love love high school football and college football. So we would welcome the chance. Well, we're glad to have you in the community, and we're glad to have uh, uh, y'all y'all's McDonald's back on board here. And we'll be visiting uh, all these different locations throughout the next couple of months and uh, very excited to have y'all on board and get things rolling. We are delighted. Thank you so much for coming out today. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for having us. And, and that is Carrie. She is the new owner of the McDonald's here in Gaffney, both in Gaffney, the two in Blacksburg, Greer and Greenville. I got that right, didn't I? Yeah, good stuff. All right, so appreciate you joining us this morning. And it is now coming up on 840 uh, on this Friday morning. Uh, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll do an early Friday dance party. Alex has got something he wants to tell you about. And then we'll um, check in and tell you what's going on around the ACC and the SEC coming up here in just a little bit. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Bump and Run.